So, John, if you were a blessed performer, what would your stage name be? What do you mean, if? Uh, <laughs> the thing you're not telling me. There's <laughs> many things I've not told you. I think maybe something like... It's got to be like something von something, doesn't it? Like, you know, Dieter von Tees or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Ginger von Sexy Pants. That's ambitious, but okay. Which part? Sure, um, <laughs> part two? Dare you. Laboured von Adjective? <laughs> sure, whatever works for you. Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any. I'm Harry, joining me as always is John. Hello. And special episode this week, two guests. Two for the price of one. Never done it before, we'll see how this goes, don't let us down guys. So we have on uh, Louise Ball. Hello guys. Who has previously appeared on our Garden State episode. Thank you for having me again, it's a pleasure. You're welcome. And Ollie... Julo? That That is right. Okay. Um, From uh, Black Swan. Black Swan. Sorry. It's a seminal episode, may I ask? I mean, we we talked about (laughs) it multiple times today. Like, I haven't forgotten it, it just slipped my mind. (laughs) Hello, thanks for having me again. (laughs) Okay, so this week the film is. Burlesque! Yeah. Thanks for that. Sorry. Couldn't (laughs) resist. Okay, so we kind of all chose burlesque together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a group, and it was a, the right decision. A, a group effort. Now, first question's up top. Who has seen this film before this this last week or whatever? Uh, we have, me and Louise have, because for listeners who don't know, in addition to being a friend of the podcast, Louise is one of my oldest and dearest friends. And way back in 2010, we went to see this film together in the cinema. And a little bit pissed. We, got, we knew what we were getting into. We'd read the reviews. So we got drunk beforehand. Uh, it was everything we hoped it would be and more. And people kept like getting up and like clapping and the funny bits yeah. and stuff. It was not a busy cinema and the only people who, the only people at the screening, it was all little pockets of gays and girlfriends. That was the entire screening room. Yeah. And everyone was pissed. Everyone was cheering along with all the campy silly things that happened. There's a scene in the film that we'll talk about later in which Cher did receive a standing ovation. <laughs> led by me. Um, it, it was, it was. It was great. a great night. It was a yes. great night. Okay, cool. Ollie, uh, what's uh, <laughs> what, what's your experience in this film then? <laughs> um, to be honest, John, I'm genuinely surprised the cinema wasn't busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> it is basically what I expected it to be it was wait so my, no, my question was have you seen it before no, recently no I hadn't so this, this is, is this is your first time watching oh, it oh this was the first time See, I me, would me remember too. look at me, you Ollie me too. look at you yeah just tell me what you want I can't tell you nobody can tell you you're gonna make me believe that you belong up there that you own that stage and that nobody's gonna take it from you that's the way it works you want to show me something? Show me that. All right. Which number do you want to see? I know every single one of them. You know every single number. Which one do you want to see? Wagon wheel what to see. Okay, now first impressions. You two first things you saw it ten years ago, whatever it was. Eight years ago. Well, we had a whale of a time. What's, what's not to like, Cher? 
Christina, terrible acting. <laughs> um, the wig changes. The general ambiance of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I don't think it's meant to be like Oscar nominations. <laughs> 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 you mean not. they weren't nominated? You know, but it's a really good laugh, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a great film. It's not an entirely successful film, but I would say the the density of failure is high enough for it to be very entertaining. Yeah, equally, though, it's not like unwatchable. So, like, I think I'd lump it in with the good, bad, yeah, category rather than the oh my god, I just wish this would end. Ollie, what are your thoughts on this film then? I have many thoughts, <laughs> and I've been desperate to share them. Clearly, I clearly I will share them. Yeah, on air. I think. I agree, it is silly, and I raised my eyebrow a number of times through sheer confusion (laughs) of what I was watching. (laughs) I would put it in, what, The Boy Next Door? Yeah. yeah. I'd put it in that, that. that's the category I'd put it in for many reasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I I think it was fun to watch, and it's good for a podcast like this. Yeah. It's got a good pace, like the boy yeah. next door does. It's just really yeah. loud. It's got like boom, 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 boom. Like I would never watch this film sober. I'd say that. Like, yeah, so it's definitely a film to just, like, just really quickly, uh, John turned up to watch this, rewatch this with me on Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, he walked in and I said, oh, John, would you like a cider? And he said, well, for God's sakes, I'm not watching this thing sober. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't. It was great. And we didn't, so... Right. Harry? I really enjoyed this film. Good. Oh. Oh. Did it touch your heart? But not even like, it's a bad film that I really enjoyed. No, I just flat enjoyed this film. You were in it. I get it. I think you got, you know, I imagine you grew up in a small town. You wanted to see the big lights. I know. He identified. It's Christina you. That's why I came to Leeds. (laughs) I wanted to find Cher. (laughs) The Yorkshire Cher. Hang on. Is that John? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's you. Oh, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> I did some research into this film because this film was quite a big flop when it came out. It was, it was shows, oh. Yeah, it was not well received. I know. Yeah, very sad. I can't imagine it. <laughs> it, 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 it. It's Oscar hopes were dashed early on. Um, <laughs> Because oh, yeah. this, this is like a obviously this is a star vehicle for Christina Aguilera who at the time was a big star and mm-hmm. it was Cher's big comeback and she'd not done a film in quite a while and yeah I did a bit of research this film was written and directed by a gay man one gay man and um, <laughs> I, yeah I, I couldn't find any other work that he'd done before or since as a director like, I don't know how he got the job but oh. this this might be a controversial statement but I think somebody needed to step in. I think he just lost his mind. Mm-hmm. I think a number of people needed to step yeah. in. But I, I can see what I can so see what happened though. I can see like I don't know how he got the job. But okay, so this gay man gets a the chance to direct a musical with Cher, Christine Aguilera, and a multi million dollar wig budget. And but he do- just went nuts. Like, <laughs> no, no. We will talk. We will talk about the wigs. We will. Yeah, excuse me. There's a name for that section. on this podcast. Yeah, we'll, Thank we'll, you. We'll get to wig watch we'll, oh gosh, I was on wig watch. <laughs> but do you think he really directed this, or was this a share Christina competition, and he was caught in the crossfire? P- very possibly. That does often happen with big stars and egos, and yeah. I mean, Christina Aguilera 
She cannot act. She's a mess. <laughs> I, I need to talk about the beginning. Okay, yeah, sure. Am I supposed to believe <laughs> that Christina Aguilera works in a cafe? Yeah. Her name's Ali, sweetie. Oh, sorry, Ali. Ali. <laughs> and she's the girl Quotation next marks, door. Who the, she you know. looked, she was fully made up. Oh, yeah. I don't know where she found that wig, but it was <laughs> sitting on her head. It wasn't That was very severe properly. bangs, yeah. <laughs> and she's supposed to be down on her luck, even mm. though she's made up to mm. the point of looking almost like a mannequin. She looks like I'm a drag sick queen of working long hours. I want to hit the big city. <laughs> and it's just like, what is happening here? The boss wasn't bothered. They were like, oh yeah, bye. We won't miss yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was really fascinated by that character actress who was like, I don't know, like Sandy or something. Like, yeah. it, was like, it was like, my son's bike can wake. You go live your dreams. Like, who are you? <laughs> she wanted her gone. I, I think that was it. Yeah. Ali was a nightmare. Yeah. And what she... about that little bike for a little Bobby or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so I did find did you I found Christina Aguilera's character in this film to be utterly unsympathetic at all times I never rooted for her she always seemed like an entitled nightmare yeah because at one point like so straight away she's like oh what about that bike for little Bobby and then the next in like the same breath that woman's like Oh, that bike can wait, wait till Christmas. And she's like, yeah, sure, actually, I'll, I'll take that extra 20 bucks because I'm on way to Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> that wasn't the thing. The child's name wasn't Bobby. No. The child's okay. name was Mark, probably. She's like, oh, yeah, this child, this woman keeps calling my son Bobby. Bye. <laughs> you don't even know me. I don't have a son. That's the other lady. <laughs> but one of our favourite early bits is, because it, it does, it just... It, Leap straight in, like there's oh, no yeah. kind of sense of not where to they 100, are. Not to hundred, You don't know where they are. Like they could be in any town in the USA, like anywhere. I mean, they're they're on a backlot studio because the green screened, like you know, <laughs> weather beaten sunset against the the road back road with the little dust bowl. It looks so phony. But Christina like quits her job, and then the next scene she's getting the bus to Hollywood, <laughs> and we laughed really hard when she goes to the bus driver. She's like. Can I have a, t- a bus ticket to LA? Is it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bus ticket to LA, and he goes single or return, and she goes. What do you think? What do you think? You're like, he's like, you <laughs> must be joking. Right? Sorry, but the inflection yeah. was, what do you think? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I was that guy, I'd be like, uh, I don't so know. Your life. Is that a yes or yeah. no? Yeah, so me and, John, me and John were like, so you go to the National Express station and leave bus station. Ticket to Bradford, please. <laughs> Return on one way. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to try it. Like <laughs> we could all do it now. Tickets are ready. Jews be pleased. One way. Bobby's bike money to pull the ticket. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um. oh oh actually crying. So I like her, I like her way like five seconds into the film. <laughs> so Christina goes to um, LA to follow Chase the yeah. And I mean, as I said, she cannot act. Her walking around the streets confused what direction to take acting is one of the best things <laughs> she I've ever was seen confused. In my life. Like, she looked confused the whole way through. Mm. She's supposed to be struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the thing that confused me. And the struggle me. is real. She was supposed to be struggling. No money, hiding the money in the toilet. Mm. She didn't look like someone who was struggling because she had oh, yeah. enough money to get her makeup done. She had enough money to do all these things. I'm just like... Well, yeah, finances in this film are very questionable. Oh, we will be talking about finances yeah. because... 
Yeah, we'll get to that point. Yeah. But let's just say they didn't need that cash injection. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So she finds herself in this club, which from the outside looks like it's this big. It's like it's like this tiny little back door. Also, I've got to say, you know, the, the first sort of musical sequences, it is very, very small. Yeah. It, it's like a, a nice little intimate place. Mm-hmm. And then, if you if you if you skip ahead to the the very end of the, the movie, end. like it they've is, got the lights. Yeah, what what's going on there? Putting like whole words out and everything. Yeah, like yeah. is it a TARDIS? Like what what's, it's like what's Narnia, happened there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but where was it? It was clearly some back alley. Yeah, it looked really weird really outside. Like it had the sign that was broken, mm-hmm. and then the woman's there. Coke. We won't talk about the race. The fact that she's called Coco Puff. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. This film's solitary black character is called Coco. Yeah. That's like one line. <laughs> I'm pulling a face for the listeners who can't say mm. because she's called Coco Puff. We will move on. This film and... is very sensitive, very woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so she's gone to the big city and this is her dream? Well, it seems like she decides it's her so dream when she from walks a, All in. from a look from Coco Pop. She, yeah. she... <laughs> I, we have to call her Coco Pop. <laughs> We're going to call her Coco Pop because so that's what they it's wanted so to call her. Sorry, so all from a look from Coco, she decides to go into the club. Yeah. And then she spends all of her money. Also, go. can we talk about that look? Because that look was, was never like, explained. Do you want to sleep with me or do you want to come inside? That, that no. look was come on over yeah. that wasn't uh come work here it was mm. a come work with me yeah maybe that's just we just didn't see that that's a side plot we never saw like, <laughs> what's coco's deal like what's coco's story but i think that might have been the acting possible yes yeah i Very think so. yeah it was it was definitely winking eye suggestion it was a wink like... yeah it was a come hither look yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then she so she goes into this burlesque club and she's immediately dazzled by the glamour of it all and don't forget Alan Cummings' character. Yes, Alan Cummings in this film. Yes. Great casting. I mean, he's that, he's in this film, question mark? Like, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the bit that he's in, yeah. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Also, that man has got a face that is... I don't understand why him and Stanley Tucci, when they kind of are the same person, why wasn't that just one character? And Peter Gallagher. Yeah. Like, they could have combined all... There are so many characters in this. Oh, he was the husband. Peter Gallagher was the husband, yeah. Oh, he's but I was like, you know when like normally they have like the big stars mm. and then like a load of people you don't know they had a lot of people who were who were middle tier decent acts and yeah. I'm just thinking well they paid a lot of money because these people just keep popping up that's what I mean and throughout the film they keep adding more it was like an, a Marvel film yeah. or something it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Avengers like Avengers. that's where this film needs to go you're introducing this plot oh, line gosh. now like burlesque infinity war please tell me that's not what you've done <laughs> Please tell me no. <laughs> but it did feel very like these characters kept popping up, yeah. and you're just like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, I'm this person." They didn't really know why they were there, no. and they were just like told to improv. Well, everyone's wearing a lot of hats, like job-wise, because sometimes the waitresses were on the stage. Alan <laughs> Cumming is taking tickets and also doing a whole routine. He smells a woman's vagina and makes a face. Oh it's yes, a... <laughs> yeah. I think oh, to go back to the plot. What I loved about um, Christina's face when she walks in is it's literally like she's seen like a cave of one like of wonders of like and, it, and it's this dingy shitty club with like some crappy act like some crappy act on the stage and she's just like she's looking around like oh my god it's called Cher some crappy act I was going to say the first yeah. Time yeah. oh come on but also she'd been in LA for a day yeah 
Like, and she's already, like, her dreams have plummeted so low. <laughs> she's straight. She's fresh off the coach, girl. Like, she's... But also, she's like, oh, is this a strip club? She was still enamoured then. And yeah. the guy's like, there's no one on the pole here. She's like, she looks disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like, what's happening? If you've got a little extra, give it to the band. <laughs> um, well, I mean, this, this, I mean this, is, this is a big thing. Like, what is the act? What is the act in this club? Because it seems confused. Well, it's not the What would you say the fact about Dita Von Teese? Oh yeah, so Dita Von Teese, you know, the famous burlesque performer, she said she was asked to be in this film and she turned it down. And she, oh, I've seen, and I've seen she her did. being... Yeah. Of course she did. Yeah, and I've seen her interviewed and she says, now, you know, before the film came out and there was all of the hype around it, everyone's like, why, why are you not in this film? You should be part of this film. And then after the film came out, she'd just go to those same people and be like, you see? <laughs> <laughs> She, she, she understood, yeah, because this does not represent burlesque. There's no actual burlesque in this film. There wasn't any. Because burlesque is like nipple tassels mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's tricks and, you know. I mean, would it all, all of it just been a bit too raunchy for, yeah. for what this film wanted to be? Yeah, it's like PG-13. But it's, it's like a mix of cabaret. Which and... then asks the question, who is this film for? Yeah, it's, it's it was not, for Cher and Christina. It, it, well, yeah. other than those two, it's not for burlesque fans. Yeah. It wasn't for the other actors either. Gonna, it's not for the other actors. It... Like who's well, going I mean, to see a film called really Burlesque? Well, I really fell short. Really, it's clearly like um, it's like it's a a film that revolves around the sort of pussycat dolls sort of modular of um, burlesque performance. It's mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not any, it's not traditional in any way. It's very just of its time, and it's mm-hmm. that little bubble. And I think that's why like it's so funny and cute and kitsch to watch now. Mm-hmm. I think if it had been like kind of cool and really well done. It might have been quite passe now and like sort of looked upon it as just sort of like, oh, yeah, that was a thing then. But like now it's kind of like this weird, like, yeah, like John was saying, kind of like the room or whatever. It's like mm. this weird old I was just like, film. I was walking into this bar and is pleased to sit down and watch a 70-year-old woman walk on stage and do a little, little turn. <laughs> you know? She looked like she was, all the share lovers, uh-huh. don't come for me. <laughs> But the whole thing just looked... It, it didn't look great. No, no, it, 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 it's, it, that's a, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I think she's the best actress. That cooch was she, high. To be fair, I think in terms of the actors, Cher was in the top half mm-hmm. in terms of ability. Yeah. Um, because we saw a range of ability. Not necessarily a range of movement, but a range of ability. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly eyebrow movement. Um, As I said this while we were watching it. So there's, I do love... Yeah. <laughs> My love for Cher is well documented, and I think she's a fabulous actress. There is, as time has gone by, I noticed it even more in Mamma Mia 2, but in this, it was already happening with this. It's almost as if she's doing ventriloquism without the dummy. <laughs> it's like she's talking out the side of her mouth like this. It's like, it's supposed to be like, you must imagine to start taking a pint and still talk, or like, you've know, got like, yeah, got like, but to, it's all very like, but to be yeah. fair. Christina didn't have much facial expression either. No. Yeah, and she's a lot younger, girl. That was just more... I think that wasn't as much Botox as just vapidness and just general Mm. lack of talent. But Mm. But also, the other thing, you know, it's called burlesque. Mm. The other dancers Mm. were not featured at all. No. Well, they weren't doing burlesque, they were doing this kind of weird, like, cabaret stuff, like lip syncing to, you know... Show but tunes. not even just that, like, we didn't find anything out about them. Oh, but I... We've got a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I'd have to disagree with you on that, oddly. Uh, we got Georgia um, with her pregnancy. Oh, um, no, we're <laughs> ahead of ourselves. So she's in the, we've got to go back, we've got to go back. So she's in the club, 
She's blinded by the lights and... Literally. And she sees she Cher. She sees Cher. Yeah. Who sings, yeah. And Cher sings the first of... Burlesque. 17 songs for the last of There's so many songs that work in the word burlesque into them, like... <laughs> <laughs> This is the first one. Like, they wanted it clear that yeah. this was burlesque the whole because was like, you might not be clear from what you're saying. Burlesque, my cabaret. <laughs> yeah, so Cher's doing this rather macabre number. Um, and, um, and then, With an incredibly high crotch, you know, yeah. like on the, <laughs> on the pant area. You keep going back to that. It's like yeah. very high, yeah. Uh, and so she decides she wants to get she wants she must get a job right away, Christina. So she goes backstage, and she asks Cher for a job. Brazenly. Brazenly. Well, that's what, yeah. She's she's like I've just literally walked in here. Mm-hmm. Within twenty minutes, she's asked for a job, and she gets told to come on audition, which I think is a very reasonable thing to ask to tell a person. Cher says, if you want to if you want to get a job, she an audition. She bobs her off a bit. She bobs off a bit, yeah, but in a polite way. She's not like get out of here. What you Christina's doing? Christina's crazy in it. Yeah. Listen, we'll get to that. <laughs> she's so rude to people in this film. Like, yes. She's so when rude. she came straight out calling that woman a man, like she yes. came straight at her neck. <laughs> like no reason. Yeah, Kristen Bell was being a bit sassy, but she wasn't being that horrible. And then Kristen was like, you're a dude. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, with this film, generally a lot of things, you see it coming I'm a mile like off. That, that man line, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, it, but where's she going with this? It would not this? fly in 2018 either. No, like, absolutely not. But also, I think it was Christina's acting because you thought, oh, she's being nice. And yeah. then she was like, did she just call her a man? Yeah, the delivery isn't really there for her. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like... like it's a bad joke. That, added to, that added to the rudeness. Because I was Certainly. like, well, actually, I'd want to see her fail too. Yeah. She was nasty. Make well, friends and influence people. That's right? another thing that we'll get to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so keen to talk about this. You are. It's just, it just builds up so much over the first beginning <laughs> period that, like, so... She gets knocked back for that, and then... Well, she, she talks she gets knocked get... back, calls the woman a man, and then goes... <laughs> we can't forget that bit. And then... <laughs> but then she gets a job as a waitress, because the, the waiter behind the bar... Um, fancies her. He fancies the love interest in his eyeliner, in his hat. But she Who, just starts taking drinks. I like it at this point, as though he he runs the place. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, you can work here. Mm. Or like, oh, no, you can't work here, but you do. Oh, okay, you can. Yeah, you can work here. That's fine. That's, that's yeah. no issue. And then I love... He gets called on it. Yeah. Like Stanley Tucci is like, who's running this place? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't run- get called on it because a real boss would be like, no, your place bartender. <laughs> like, why are you giving people jobs? Yeah. Fair. You know yeah, what? Yeah, she's also, got your like, job. Get out. Yeah. Who's going to pay just her? She started picking up trays. She doesn't really fly. <laughs> like, if I was really in a bar and some girl started picking up trays, I'd be like, could you not? Sit down, please. <laughs> no. like, you know what? If it was that easy to get a job, you know what? Why don't I go into a law firm and start <laughs> practising law? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just turned up with the GPs and I said, look, love, that's a Baruka. It's disappointment for it. I'm showing passion. What? Isn't that the girl that was backstage yesterday? I think so. Hey, Jack, what's she doing here? She really wanted a job. And so she is our new waitress. And when did I make you head of personnel? She just picked up a tray started working really well her name is Allie so wait so the guy with the eyeliner gives her a job even though he has no power to give her a and job and also the whole issue with this place is the money and oh, they're yeah. just giving jobs left right and centre <laughs> yeah, exactly. so then Tess is like don't go behind my Burn back it. again like, 
Um, yeah, because Nikki's always late as well, and they're like, "Oh, Nikki, you're just doing Nikki." Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't honestly, I don't think Cher should be running this club. I don't think she's a very responsible business manager. Hell no, they're it's not. The no, no one's responsible yeah. because Stanley we'll Tucci? talk about it a bit more. Sta- but Stanley Tucci. This place has no money. Yeah, no they're money. just <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, this is the thing, because also, later on in the film, it, one of the main plot drivers is that Christina Aguilera, because she has this fabulous voice. Um, oh. I'm not a fan of Christina Aguilera's voice, but Woo-hoo. I understand that she's talented. She's going to sing live. She wants to sing live. And they're all like, no, 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 that can't happen. We only lip sync in this club. So why have they got a full live band just sitting there the whole time? <laughs> like, because they they don't know how to deal with money. This, this club will... is shitting money. On lights. We've skipped a Okay. So she's she's gone from working in the bar, and then Nikki, the resident druggy yeah. alcoholic, yeah. who doesn't seem like she's that out of control. Like, yeah, but they're really just didn't... like, oh my god, she can't she can't go on stage, and Cher's all like, you're not going on like that, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then. Uh, you know, Ali pops up out of nowhere, like just like the rest because of the whole film. Because she keeps popping up, yes. like not in her, like yeah. minding her he business. Pops up, he pops up, and then yeah, Cher's just like, "Well, fine, you can go on then." And then so she goes on, does Nikki's number, and then all of a sudden, yeah, she's part of the troop. Well, well we, we've we've skipped quite we've skipped a bit, some, yeah. But no, but one thing I do <laughs> want to say here all night if we do it. No, all. but I do want to say something about what you like. Then. Christina seems to be like, oh, Nikki, why are you upset with me? You called me a man, and now you've <laughs> taken my top. <laughs> yeah, but apparently she's the bitch, y'all. Like, they really tried to make Nikki... That the, is a, and they never explained her alcoholism. No. Like, we see her take a couple of shots, and shows like, oh, you can't drink that burlesque. Like, basically, that's... <laughs> she didn't seem that bad. She seemed like no. she maybe had, like... Maybe she had like a little bit too much to drink every now and again. She had a shot here and yeah. there. She, was, she wasn't exactly Amy, Amy Winehouse. That's what no. I'm saying. I felt quite uncomfortable watching it because I was like, God, if Nikki's an alcoholic, what the hell am I? Like, um... <laughs> so wait, so she she got the job and then she's waitressing because mm. we know Christina. This is the other thing. Christina and Jennifer Lopez have the same... Uh, what's it called cinematographer oh, because yeah. every shot of Christina was a beauty shot oh, yeah. even when at the beginning when she's doing her to show she's got talent and she pulls the chair and she's singing it's like you're supposed to be serving coffees yeah. what's this and there's, there's never a shot of her looking looking rough and struggling oh yeah the lighting mm. I mean Cher is never seen in daylight so <laughs> Cher is always in a dark <laughs> It's always in a darkened room with shadows. John, I can't deal with you. Always in a darkened it's room. Sepia, like, Are you saying that Cher is a vampire? She may be. Is she <gasps> ever in daylight in this film? That'd be great casting. No. Cher is a vampire. I'd tell you that. That'd be great. Yeah, but it feels like, I don't know what the time scale of this film is. Like, what, How much time do you think passes between the beginning of this film and the end of this film? I think maybe five days. Yeah, it could be anything from a week to like a year. There's like, there's no sense. There's not, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, this alley, she's decided she's working at the the club, even though it's got no money. Then she's serving tables, but not really because she's too busy doing choreography yeah. while she's walking around. And no one seems bothered yeah. that she's not doing her job. And then she just decides, I'm going to audition, I'm going to be on stage. Yeah, that's it. It's funny. She mm. gets this, she looks out and gets given this job 
you know, as the waitress that the, the bartender gives her. And then within like an hour, she's like, God damn it, why can't I be on the stage? It's like, <laughs> fucking pay your dues, love. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's so entitled. Like, she, uh, and they, uh, she's very entitled. And then when she, so she's doing all that, her apartment gets robbed. Oh, yes. And then she just goes to that man's house who she thought was gay. He was not gay. <laughs> he was wearing <laughs> eyeliner. If one slick of eyeliner is all it takes, then and my he, gay does been way off. And also, even if she thought he was gay, she's skimpily dressed in his flat. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah. oh, she put some pants on now. Like, okay, so you just didn't put pants this film, on. This film has a people. very strange attitude towards sexuality in, in general, I feel. Mm. Like... Because there's all that. There's also uh, Stanley Tucci who plays. Oh, this is the worst. Stanley Tucci who plays like Cher's best gay friend. Uh, he's playing the exact same character he played in The Devil Wears Prada, like mm-hmm. literally identical. But yeah, he's like he's gay, but he is constantly feeling up every woman in the room. Like he's, <laughs> the amount of times he like grabs someone's arse or like gropes Cher's breast, and it's mm-hmm. like, and there's of course there was that one crazy drunken night back in the eighties when they, they threw that in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, though, like me and John were just saying, like, because obviously we're gay BBFs. Like, this is like. It's not appropriate. It's not a thing. Like, it's not a thing. Like, we don't have to sleep with each other to be best friends. But apparently that's like a massive trope that like well, you know, the, the gay man always sleeps with the straight woman and is like, what a crazy night. Like, what's, that, what's that crazy night in Jewsby, Lewis? Come on. Back, back in a way. Come on. But the message they're, saying, they're trying to say is that She's so amazing. That Not just he that, would but that every woman, every woman wants what they really want is their gay best friend to be their boyfriend. That's yeah. what the message that they're sending Maybe, across. Yeah. Because it's weird, like mm. even how John is everything my boyfriend isn't. Like, and, and that is a <laughs> that is a massive compliment to John. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could compliment one person with that. There, but I think the thing with this film was it was trying to pack too many storyline oh god yes it was just wait a minute so she's a drunk but we're not really seeing a dr- and then the, the whole drink driving thing they really did you crazy bitch oh, they really kept up and <laughs> she just smashed the glass that was the bit where okay so that we're jumping around now but yeah there's a scene where Cher and Kristen Bell have a whole big fight the scene where Cher crowbars that I love how Cher just opens it and has a crowbar <laughs> right on the top just ready and waiting she's done this before yeah <laughs> But that was the bit. That was the bit that got the standing ovation in the cinema. Yeah, she smashed that windscreen. The gays, we were, we, were just, we were on our feet. We were like, "This is what we fucking came for." Well, <laughs> it was just so. That scene was so bizarre. She just mm. thought, "I'm gonna smash your window." Yeah, and also in that scene. Okay, so I love how at this point we couldn't even follow the plot, even if we wanted. I don't forget. That. <laughs> um, but Kristen Bell's like. We built this club up together, Cher. Or Tess, whatever she's called. I'm just going to call Tess. her Cher. Yeah, Cher. Uh, so I was like, are Kristen Bell and Cher the same age in this? Like, <laughs> are they like back... It seems like they're friends from back when. Like, I know. Awkward. There's so much wasn't explained. Yeah. And then and then Kristen Bell says in this fight, she says, by the way, I slept with Peter Gallagher. Vince. And didn't, Vince and didn't tell you. And then at the end of the film, she's like, I just said that to her. You didn't really do it. Like, I was like, what? What is that? I was just that, kidding. That that bit because they made that a real plot line. Yeah. And that, then when she saw when she saw is it Vince? I think it's Vince. Vince. Eyebrows McGee. I was ready for Cher to like come for him, yeah. and then she goes, "Oh, I'm setting you free." Yeah. It's like never came up. What about the side chick he slept with? Oh, <laughs> it wasn't real. No, it's just a serial liar. <sighs> so we we have jumped around. I think we absolutely have. Yeah. Harry, bring some bring some order. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't know who Vince was. <laughs> that like, like, like when, when Kristen Bell said, I slept with Vince. And I was like, with Stanley Tucci? Like, yeah. <laughs> why, why does this, I did why, a perfect thing. It's possible. Yeah. Why does this matter? Yeah. Fine. Fine. I quit! I'm glad! <laughs> Nikki, don't drive. By the way... I slept with Vince the night after your honeymoon. You crazy bitch! She moves in with the with, with Jack. Jack, yeah. I'm glad you know these characters' names because I I don't been. like Jack. Because no. like after one night of her like having a partner break into he's just like no you're staying here and that's that and then she's like okay it's like red, red flag red flag red jack's flag. a creep i'll creepy. say it and i'll keep yeah, saying it yeah he is it. creepy and it's not just the eyeliner let me tell you you know who the real the biggest most hard done by character in this film is for me his poor fiance well the audience yeah but his poor fiance <laughs> poor what is it diana Natalie. 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 Poor Natalie. Mm-hmm. Poor villainizer. <laughs> come on, come on. Tell it. She just went to what? She, so she's out of town doing a play. So she's you know pursuing her dream. She's being proactive. Apparently that makes her the biggest bitch in the world and she deserves to be cheated on. And mm. yeah. we're, we're jumping around anyway, so yeah. we might as well just continue. But, the, but you were talking about the bit where they move in. So, yeah, well, yeah, so, no, so she... She moves in, oh, you've got a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then he's on the phone. Ali did not seem bothered. No. She, and she continues, she's like, why don't you make the move? What about her, his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And this girl's reputation is mud, because Stanley Tucci's just like, oh, did she talk about her, and her, and her, and her, and her? It's like, well, Christina's not exactly Miss Charisma. And also, for all the talent apparent, this Jack apparently has, he's a bartender. Yeah. So his music can't be that great. How is he affording that flat on a bartender's How wage? How is anyone affording anything? To be fair, Cher might be paying him like a hundred grand a night because she is just like throwing <laughs> So when, you know the bit when uh, Jack says, oh, come stay with me because the girlfriend's staying another three months. I need to afford to pay this flat. That oh was yeah, that was it. And he goes, oh, it's 600 a month. And Christina's like, oh, I can afford it. Wait a minute. Are you still it, keeping your old flat? <laughs> two days ago, your flat was broken into and what looked like $40 in like a polythene bag in the toilet was stolen. <laughs> now all of a sudden, there was no money in that. It looked like $40 she in one. a generous employer. She's now she can afford $600 a month? Apparently so. What are they paying? Can I work at that burlesque bar? Because they're paying <laughs> lots of money. She's in various states of undress. <laughs> That's because she gets in really, the apartment. That's because she gets really freaked out when she finds out he's not gay. She's like, "You're not gay," and then she's oh, like, "Put pants I'll put on. pants on there." Yeah. Like, I have my vagina up the whole time. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I could just state for the record that as having John as my gay BBF, that is not a thing. Like, we, like, I, 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 although in the middle of summer, I may have dressed quite inappropriately at one point, um, <laughs> but um, still not really a thing. Gen- <laughs> no, I don't like generally in any like they do that in films as well like with girlfriends you know mm. you're all in your bras and pants oh, and just yeah. running all around time, yeah. people don't do that no, so if we I'm don't. going to a stranger's house <laughs> male or female I keep my clothes on <laughs> like that's just a general I think that's polite I don't walk around scantily dressed and then oops She's always got like the shoulder out. Like, she loved yeah, that she shoulder, shoulder out. She loved that shoulder out. 
and no bra definitely no bra like, those nips yeah they were present so um, all that being said I don't think they had any chemistry oh no God, none no. Of I did not I believe in their romance she had no chemistry in any sense yeah to be fair she had, yeah, Christina had no, sh- no chemistry with the set with any of the other actors it was just like she was just doing her own no. thing no because basically even when she started like you know when they left her when they went out for pizza it's like I would leave you too yeah. I'm not going for pizza with you, Ali. No. Because you called you called our friend a man. Yeah. So And you stole her job in like one one day, so <laughs> she doesn't seem like she's a girl's girl, you know what I mean? Like I so back to the plot. Okay. She's decided she's gonna sing. Yeah. Well, her audition to be a dancer though. We didn't talk about the audition. Was oh my god, terrible. the audition. Okay. She couldn't dance. Okay. She could not dance. <laughs> Can... Is it is it in the audition when Nikki turns the no, no, no. That's no, like that was the scene. No, she auditions to be a dancer first. Because they're auditioning dancers and then she just decides because Ali could do what she wants. Yeah. Christina, let's just call her Christina. Christina could do what she wants. She gets up on stage and then starts dancing and she has like, no thanks. She, then she starts screaming like, no, she, I want, I want, I want. It's like she's Veruca Salt from Charlie and the Chocolate it, no, Factory. No, she actually says, what do you want? Or something like that, doesn't she? In that tone of voice. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Um, I want you to own the stage. Yeah. Uh, 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 she Wagon can't wheel Watrusi. <laughs> <laughs> Wagon wheel. Wagon oh, wheel. Wagon, Wagon wheel, wheel like, I don't know what that is, but she couldn't dance it. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. She. There was not one dance scene mm. that she was any good. And then you've got Stanley Tucci and Cher, just like yeah, she's pretty good. She's yeah. And then the other girls look threatened. Yeah. I'd be. I'd have a raised eyebrow like. Yeah. What Why? is happening? <laughs> so anyway, she gets the part. But then Nikki plays a terrible trick on her. Oh yeah, because they're, they're doing a routine and Nikki to get revenge for all of the justifiable rudeness. Mm. Um, Nikki pulls the pulls the plug while she's performing. So suddenly like... Chris oh, the DJ, let's not forget. Oh, poor, poor Chris the DJ. <laughs> they crowbarred a black man into this film. <laughs> they crowbarred him. You, you know did what? a great I, job, can I just I say. sorry for Chris the DJ. He's just doing his Me job. Too, he's babe. just he's just turning up trying to get paid, yeah. Like he was told, like, oh, Cher says, you got to do this. And then he's yeah. like, okay, Cher, what do I do? Tess he's, like, wants you know, he's like, the Tess wants you now. And he's like, okay, sure, I'll go mm. talk to Tess. And then Nikki's just like, get on the mixing desk. She's yeah. fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was wondering how they were going to get Christina singing in this in, how mm. they were going to make yeah. this a... And they didn't manage it to make it a plausible... Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, because the... all the power's out, and then all of a sudden, surround sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what song is it? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. In the beginning... I don't think Just in... make a note, and that'll be it. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. I want it! <laughs> Because, yeah, the first scene of the film, not to jump back, but the first scene of the film is we get her when she closes up that cafe, whatever, and then she just lets out this, it's the sound of, like, a dying animal. Tess, what's up? What the hell are you doing back here? Nikki said you were looking for me. Nikki said? What is Nikki going just on here? Lower the curtain, come on, let's go. Hold it. curtain and then other people are like yeah they start dancing the chair's like i'm gonna make the show about you yeah, yeah just... and so these chairs like i could charge 50 bucks a ticket like <laughs> 50 bu- 
How much? What is Who the, is the accountant in this place? Where's the money? Where's the money? What was she charging <laughs> me for? I mean, quick question. How much does it cost to actually see share, the real share, live today? Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds is it, of okay, dollars. Okay, just checking. It's not the I reckon, that, I reckon yeah. that was share being rude to Christina. Sure, oh, yeah. okay. 50 bucks. <laughs> I wouldn't pay that. Yeah. <laughs> Christina. We could, we could do a group on. <laughs> <laughs> So all yeah, of a so sudden, Nikki, Nikki's prank it backfires, right? It backfires because she's amazing. Shares just like that's my star. She's gonna save the club because what we haven't mentioned so far is that the club is going under. And this is where we need to pause, okay? Because we need to talk fiscal responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> because you're telling me they're hiring people left, right, center. The bartender can afford a six hundred dollar mm. a month apartment. The, the, those light bulbs eat electricity. The costumes—they're just what? what but is they've Stanley not got money to paint the walls. Yeah, <laughs> they've got got money to fix the toilet. Yeah, they've got a full live band just sitting there every night, cooling their heels. Like, and then it's... that guy, the, the Viv, who's always sweaty and stressed, yeah. is like, "The money's there. Just cut back on some yeah, things. Just... You know, don't use as much electricity." Yeah, but what uh, is Stanley Tucci's job? What is he? Is he costume? Designer, like, yeah, so he, so he he's he's costume and organizing the, the dancers and just general gay, yeah. He's just, <laughs> basically, his job is general gay, yes. And, and then <laughs> Alan Cumming is backup gay, like, <laughs> <laughs> but was he because his scenes were the weirdest? You'd be like, Aah! Christina's just sung a song, and then all of a these two weird women are like doing the splits and sticking their vagina in his face, and he's like, Oh, I like an apple, yeah. Like, it was very odd. It was very, very odd. The pace of this film was very strange. It was like, have you seen the film Cabaret with Liza Minnelli? No. Okay, it's, it's like he's playing the MC, but he's not. But if, if the MC had been cut out of the whole film, it's, it's very bizarre. But, yeah. It was very... Yeah. Okay, so speaking of like random scenes that don't make any sense, <laughs> there's the bit in the film, which is so obviously been crowbarred in, when Cher is feeling down because she's lost all her money. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh you my know. god, you know. And, and then yeah. poor old DJ Steve, whatever he's called, is like, I got the, I got the lyrics, to, I got the backing tracks to this new song. Chris, his Chris. name's Chris. Sorry. Can we please not just gloss over? What's his name? One of the Chris? most amazing characters. Chris, sorry. So, so DJ Chris has got the, the backing tracks to the new song they've been working on, and Cher just gets on stage. She's just like, I'll sing it now. It's the, that lighting what? was ready. That, I, yeah, I like how it's a rehearsal as well. Yes, it's, it's not like, oh, sure, I can just perform this. It's like, oh, it's the first try through this. If, yeah. if, if, if if that's all right, knocks it out of the park. Oh yeah, like. But again, at what, what was point? The song again? Uh, you'll been? never see the last of me. It's a big power ballad. So is that for the audience of the club? As, yeah. What, at what point is this appropriate to the show? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, wh- wh- where's that coming in? Yeah. So, it, of of course, there's the lighting. There's the fact that the show is obviously perfectly ready, and the fact that the DJ at the very end she didn't did, even did, do any vocal warm ups. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. That, that too. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, I'm so tired." But I would just loved it if at the end the the, the guy just whatever his name was I've forgotten DJ Chris DJ Chris if if uh, if he said oh could you fucking that second verse yeah yeah <laughs> oh that a was a bit sharp yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also there's something like at the beginning of the film like Christine's whole thing is oh you need to sing live and she's like we never sing live that's not what we do here so she's singing live there. Oh, well, no, she's not, but oh, no, 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 it's always like no I, one just was live apart from Cher. Oh, okay, I, right. no, I feel like what was happening in this film, 
because Christina and Cher are two big stars. They gave one script to uh, to Christina, another script to Cher, mm. and they said, this is the film, this is the film, and then they just piece the film together because uh-huh. this doesn't make any sense. True, true, yeah. I mean, my biggest gripe with this film was that at the end of it, I'm sure you guys agree, Cher and Christina did not sing together. True, they never really get a chance. Yeah, chat, thank no. you. What happened? My biggest totally gripe. Right, yeah. What happened? Okay, it was, it was a big gripe. But what? No, hap- that was the waste of money. But what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> you pay for them both, you can get them together. No, it was the way the club wasted money. That last scene where they've got those expensive lights how all of a sudden the club's grown yeah. and they can fit burlesque it's doubled in size yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm just like well I can see where the money's coming from like you're just going to be back in debt this is a sticking plaster it's not a solution they should have sang together yeah mm-hmm. like it's, it's no a question fil- it's a film starring these two major singers one and a half major singers Harry but yeah, no Harry no what do you think these two were ever going to sing together? I did. Oh, bless you. <laughs> it's why the film tanked. These two <laughs> were not going to sing together because Christina was not going to be upstaged by Cher. Mm. Oh, hey, Tess. I got that track you wanted to rehearse for tomorrow night's show. Jesus. Honey, I'm sorry. I got a million things on my mind and I completely forgot. It's all good. Um... If it's too late now, I guess I can come in early tomorrow morning? No, no. Let's just, let's just get it out of the way. You want a spot? Yeah. Have we covered everything? Uh, well, we've not, we've not got... We've so, all covered most of it. We've covered most of the plot. I mean, we have not actually talked almost at all about wigs. No, no, no. Well, we're going to get... Yeah. Wig watch. Wig watch. Oh, we should record a proper wig watch. We should get you to do a proper wig watch uh, thing, actually. Well, well, I think that was just... Wig watch. That right there is To be fair, yeah. Winona needs to speak to the wig people from because the wigs were better than the Winona ones. The wig yeah. people? The people who were in charge of the wigs. <laughs> it's like the shoe people, but... but <laughs> But from that first scene when uh, Christina's in the that cafe, I thought this is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be epic for wigs because that thing looked yeah. heavy and just sat on her head. Mm. It wasn't yeah. It I'm, was that amazing bit with Sunny Cheech. She's like, oh, we should cut your hair, and she's just like, no, I'm not cutting my hair. So they just like whack a wig on her, and yeah. then like everyone's like, yeah, you look well fit, like. But that was the thing. Yeah, he says we can put you in a wig. She's already wearing a wig. You got to tear away and you tear away. <laughs> you just reminded me of the most infuriating bit. Okay. So this alley. Mm. <laughs> this alley. She's struggling in some small town. I'm going to make a big and big city. She then goes <laughs> to the burlesque bar uh-huh. and now is making loads of money waiting on tables. Sure. She complains, I want to sing, I want to sing. They get her to dance and sing. And then Stanley Tucci says, oh, why don't you cut your hair? Mm, no. Yeah, she's so uncooperative. Yeah. You will cut your hair. <laughs> you'll be great. And you'll get up there and sing. Yeah. What? That wasn't a request. What? what? This girl can do whatever she wants. She has such an attitude problem in this Because film. people allow her. Yeah. You say she's entitled because people allow her to be. This what is this is rubbish? This film is It's privilege. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I, wanna, I want to sing on stage. Yeah. 
I don't want to cut my hair. Uh, I want this person who's got a girlfriend, and I want it all now. It honestly, mm. she's Veruca Salt, and it's like <laughs> I want the world, I want the whole world. Because also, because we couldn't tell like the pacing of the film when she's getting annoyed at that guy. I'm not gonna be around forever. Yeah. Didn't you meet yesterday? Exactly. Yeah. Like. Well, she has the nerve to get pissed off. So she moves into this guy's house, you know, this guy's flat, basically steals this other poor woman's man from, mm. you know, while she's away. Then they break up. And basically the girlfriend comes, the fiance, not even the girlfriend, the fiance, <laughs> the fiance comes back and they're having an argument. And he's like, Ali, can you just leave while I, you know, have this breakup with my fiance? And she has the nerve to be pissed off. But Ali's also kind of seeing this Marcus guy who is the mm. baddie at the club but, who wants to buy the club and keeps trying to buy the club. But he's not a baddie. No, but that's how they're painting him. So he keeps turning up to meetings. Not very he, well. He's, he's quite Vince. creepy though. Yeah. No. He, he keeps. Yeah. Him. He's convincing Vince that he needs <laughs> to sell the club, and he's making Vince say it to Sha- to, to Tess. Mm. So. That's me. But then she sees his master plans. Oh, yeah, he has his plans just in, in plain sight, like in the middle of his apartment. Yeah, but he actually ends up trying to impress her with them, oh, sure, doesn't yeah. he? Mm. And then she's just like, no, I'm not impressed. No, but he goes, oh, I'm not a bad guy. She goes, you're not a bad guy. You're just not the right one. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> so you're telling me you left your small town to make it big and you're about to hit the jackpot? And then yes. you go off to the loser who can't break up with his fiance, yeah, but, but you're cheating on me. No, I'm sorry, Ali, but she wants to keep singing. She wants to keep dancing, and he's about to he's about to leave that. Like he's about to. Say, like, she wants to keep singing and dancing in the back alley burlesque. I think oh, she's got. I think she's got. Sakes, I think she's got big fish, small pond syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> she'll always be like the star of that club. You know. Like, yeah, because Jessica's all fifty dollars a ticket now. <laughs> um, yeah. That group on money is coming through. <laughs> Where's the accountant? Like, so no anyway, one knows how much money the club's... Ma- <laughs> we're really nearly there, really there. So she goes back to Tess. She tells yeah. Tess Marcus's master plan. Tess calls her a hoe. Let's the other half know <laughs> that she's on to the situation. And then Ali, wow, suddenly she becomes not just so much a stupid country bumpkin. She suddenly finds out what... Oh, she's a, yeah. She suddenly becomes like a, a yeah, lawyer, a, a little mini, a miniature lawyer for five a property minutes. Property law, um, whiz, yeah. And she goes over to the property developer across the street, and she lets him know about the air rights. The and property, he looks the, confused. <laughs> the property developer <laughs> buys the air rights so that the top half of the building is safe, and that's 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 where the film ends. It all. Oh, Happily ever after. Oh, then, oh, the club is, is bought mm. out, and that's how they end up with the big, does... massive burlesque sign. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so that's where the money went. They've got out of financial debt, and they buy burlesque. Yeah, the letters. Did, did, I, I genuinely can't remember. Did, yeah. that, did the second property developer did he buy air air rights from? Tess, or did he buy the? We air, don't know. Or did he buy the air rights just to, to block the other guy? In which case, this does not help Cher's financial situation. No, no. because he doesn't own. No, 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 he, he doesn't he, own the air rights. No, no, she does because she owns the building. So oh, okay. he bought the air rights because she technically owns them. She's not sold them previously. Okay. So she makes a lot of money out of selling the air rights. Very presumptuous. That man now has the rights to everything above her property, which does but, not include her property. Does not include the ground rights. Sure. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I mean, this one isn't fully explained, and I'm not an architect. No. Tess, I gotta talk to you. 
You could knock. This is still my office for 48 hours. Well, then you really need to hear what I have no, to tell I you. No, I don't. I am tired of talking. I am talked out. This time, no. you're gonna hear me you, out. I don't want to hear you out. Do you ever listen to anything other than the sound of your own voice? Talk. Have you ever heard of air raids? No, I've never heard of air raids. What are air raids? You should definitely say, okay, drinking games like you always do. Oh, I will. Oh my God, I'm micro-imagining, sorry. Okay, let's do some drinking games. You happy, Louise? Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'd like to suggest a drinking game where every time that... What's the boyfriend called? Jack. Every time Jack closes those double doors, you yes. take a freaking goddamn drink. Ooh, those bedroom Ooh. doors. Yeah. Those bedroom doors. It's like, do you remember that Egoist advert from the 90s? Yeah. Like, Egoist. Oh. It's just that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say every time... I mean, that... you will be wasted. You... Every time there's a, there's a beauty shot of Christina, mm -hmm. whether she's upset because her apartment's been broken into, or she's worrying about struggling for money, or basically every scene that she's in. Yeah. There's this weird, it's like a Jennifer Lopez boy next door glow. I call it the Barbara Streisand filter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was watching that, I was thinking. John's favourite moment is when she's voguing across the street. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. When she's just walking down the street, just casually voguing. <laughs> <laughs> When she's learning her path. And if you look at the people in the background, Nobody, they're trying their hardest not, not to not, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you look ridiculous. So I just had a drink every time Christina's an entitled bitch. <laughs> she told so, you we'd get to it, Ollie, didn't whoa. I? She's such a dislikable protagonist. It's bizarre to me. But, mm -hmm. yeah. I also think every time the word burlesque is used, because it yes. comes up in random... My God, yes. I've not gone yet, and that was one of mine. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry. Um, because drunk at a time when somebody says burlesque. Sure. Yeah. Very inventive, great. But then also, drunk for every extra syllable that Christina adds to her singing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you would be wasted. I'm going to high-five me for that one. That is a good, yeah, very true. I just don't find it pleasant. <laughs> Who does? It's just not pleasant to listen to, right? So, to be fair to her, I think she could sing. She's the got the only thing she could... Like, I think she does that a bit too much. Yeah, it's, it's an affectation. You're right. I feel like a lot of her singing, in this film particularly, but in just in general, is her being like, okay, everybody shut up and hear it. Look, I've got a yeah. good voice. Yeah. It's like, I can hear all of these notes and I'm going to put them all in one song. Yeah, <laughs> all in one note. All in one breath, yeah. <laughs> Which is a talent. It is. It's just, just like fair. It's like light and shade, Christina. Light and shade. Come on. Like. Yeah. There's got to be a drinking game that involves the Nikki lady. Totally. Um. Well, you well, just drink for every new wig. Yeah. Drink, I mean, drink for a wig. Drink for a wig, yeah. Nick, we didn't talk about Nikki's wig. Like, Nikki was wearing a heavy, heavy wig in this film. Like, yeah, because she's got literally, like, the shortest, cutest, blonde bob in real life. So you yeah. just knew that that was a pile on. Like, she had to have black hair because she's a villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Shared literally has a different wig every single every scene. Every scene, yeah. Like, every there's something scene. like a game. That's her, though. That is her trademark, yeah. Yeah, but... That could be a drinking game all on its own. Yeah. Mm. You would be twatted. There, the there was the Morticia wig. Yes. 
Uh, that was the, uh, that one I thought. There was curly Morticia. There was straight Morticia. <laughs> there was wavy Morticia. There was beach wave Morticia. Girl, there were some many different Morticia. ways that Morticia wig was worn, but beach they were all different. Morticia. They was even crimped Morticia crimped. at one point. Like. I, I liked how the you could really track what Cher's emotional state yeah. was by how heavy her bang was. Like, yeah. When she yeah. was really like despondent, that bang was like right over her eyes. When she was a bit happier, she had a full forehead. It was great. Because <laughs> at the end, when she that, was when that. she was like, oh, I don't need a glass for this. Yeah. And then, yeah, the bang was heavy. You're right. Yeah. You are spot on. Mm-hmm. Any more? Yes, uh, drink for reaction shots. There's a few of them. There's one at the very end where there's Cher and Stanley Tucci while Stanley Tucci is dancing yeah. and Cher is just sort of giggling to herself, <laughs> which kind of looks like an outtake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but somehow made it into the final cut. I don't really know what's going on there. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yep, fair. There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of this film that were outtakes. That you think. <laughs> the, the film was, was an outtake. An outtake yeah. <laughs> they saved on the editing. Just <laughs> keep it all. Yeah. Keep it all. That's what I mean. It, it, it's, it's a gay man who's written and directed this film and then it's like, it's all gold, guys. Leave it all in. <laughs> more wigs, more. <laughs> more more storylines. You get a wig, you get a wig. Yeah, you get a wig. <laughs> wig on the wig. Go. <laughs> tear a wig on the tear a wig. Yeah. Stanley Tucci, but I'm bald. Wig. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time the film introduces a new plot line, like at a worryingly late stage. Like, <laughs> just... Uh, like, they give Stanley Tucci a love interest literally in the last 10 minutes of this film. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, like, you know that, what? That He's like 45. He's never found his man. It's time. It's his time. He found his 25 year old DJ, like, you yeah. know. That whole thing, because it was obvious, because Coco Puff Coco, poor, 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 poor was Coco. like, oh, he's looking at me. Oh, darling. <laughs> you Come on, you work in Bolesque. You know he's not looking at you. That DJ is hot. You think so? <sighs> Keeps looking at me. Maybe he's cuckoo for Coco Puffs. Really? You think? Yeah, I think. He's gorgeous. I think he likes me. He is gorgeous. Wow. Okay, so I guess this is the point where we talk about Patreon. Yes, so we're available on patreon.com slash beyond the box. So actually, uh, Louise, tell you what, you've listened to this so many times. Maybe you can do this. So we're beyond the, well, they are beyond the box set and they are available on patreon.com. You can subscribe for as little as one pound or one dollar a month obviously the two max dollars a month two dollars a month two dollars a month sorry or like it's like what is that one pound 90 or something i do not know what the conversion whatever rate is. the conversions rate is it's like basically about two quid a month because i do the minimum subscription myself hey <laughs> and the maximum is like what is it like tw- 15 15 000, 15 000, but obviously no one ever does subscribe like to subscribe at that amount and they always joke about it every week like but if you did haha it'd be great um, it would be it would be <laughs> um, so um but for that subscription you get bonus content you get access to uh beyond beyond the box set which is a patreon subscribers podcast where you get a bonus podcast a week which is a review of a current film it's very funny. I've listened to quite a lot of them. It's very enjoyable. Definitely worth a listen. And also, you get to be part of the Beyond Beyond the Box set 
Facebook page. Uh, we're a bunch of nerds who are into Beyond the Box Set, <laughs> who talk shit about films. And it's very interesting and great and really fun. So basically, you should definitely subscribe to their Patreon and donate your money. I do. And it's definitely worth it. So... Go for it. There is one thing you've forgotten now, which is that every month we do, every week, every week I make that mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we we do a 30 second advert slot for anybody who oh, wants to Oh, I beg your pardon, yes. Or any patron who wants to advertise anything they want to. Could be their own podcast, could be their own business. Ollie, what would you like to, to advertise for 30 seconds? You've got 30 <gasps> seconds, go. I would like to advertise... It's killing time. I'm killing time because I can't think in, of anything. In the past, I've had to advertise fruit, uh, um, random things in John's apartment, and yeah, you know, occasionally some personal things, whatever. I will advertise Mean Wood Tip. And the reason I would advertise Mean Wood Tip is because I've had to take a lot of things and uh, <laughs> they were very, very helpful. There you go. Recycling, yeah. The recycling centre. Very good place. Very oh. good. Excellent. That was a real struggle. <laughs> but you could also um, fe- you could also come as a guest on the show if you subscribe as well. Yes, that's true. You can pick a film for us to do, and if you want to join us to talk about it, you may. You don't have to. You can just tell us to talk about it if you prefer. But... I just like to point out I was asked to come on. I didn't have to. I paid after. Yes, you 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 are a you are the patron saint of Beyond the Box Set. You're our Patreon patron saint. <laughs> Okay. So, so all that's available on patreon.com slash beyond the box set. Thank you very much. Okay, now, sequels. Who's going first? Why don't we go first? Do you want to go first, Dolly? Should we go first? Okay, let's do it. Okay. So the way we've done this, we should probably explain, is basically Harry has worked on a sequel with Ollie, and I've worked on a sequel with Louise. Mm. Yay! So Harry and Ollie will now present their sequel. Okay, um, now we've not got a title okay. for this. Good start. But what... I, well, I was mainly obsessed with Natalie, Jack's girlfriend. Sure, sure. And so the whole sequel is based around her. It's her story. Okay, so the film starts with um, Jack and Natalie at the airport. Uh-huh. So um, this scene is about when, you know, Natalie's in New York. So this is the scene where she actually leaves for New York. Sure, okay. And... Natalie's looking down because she's really sad. She's going to be um, missing Jack, whereas he's looking other places because he's got other things on his mind and and you'll see what's happening. She's about to board the flight to go to New York City Ballet. Um, so she's a ballerina. And Am I sensing some kind of crossover? N- no, no. I, we, we were toying with the idea, but we decided not to. Okay. Um, so she's not happy about leaving him. But they're going to do a long distance relationship. And the base of their relationship is she's passionate about ballet. He's passionate about music. Sure. But at this point, she doesn't realise there's cracks in their relationship. And that actually he's jealous that she's achieving her dreams as a ballerina while he's struggling as a musician and is basically a bartender. Such a bitter, bitter man. So they get to the terminal and she says, I'm really going to miss you. But, you know, this is my dream to be offered a paid role in New York City Ballet. I couldn't... Uh, turn this down and you know this has been my dream and he goes I know I get it it's just hard for me to see you going away when you're achieving your dreams and I'm still chasing mine oh that's hard hitting you know how much I love you uh, how much I believe in you you've got to believe in yourself we'll talk every day she says and he goes sure but it's a kind of sure of "Mm, not really because 
Christina's coming in. So what I'm guessing is that she's very supportive, him less she, so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then they kiss and it fades to white. Okay. Okay, and now to the past. Okay. Flashback. Ooh, okay. So about 10 years ago. Okay. They've been together for 10 years? Mm. Oh, sorry, continue. continue. They met 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, in uh, Juilliard University. Okay, sure. Which is a place that Ollie's heard of. Yes. I have not. It is like a, a top performing arts uh, university in America. Oh. Now, we we know that apparently he said he left the, some small town, um, whatever. I don't believe him. I think he's a liar. Okay. <laughs> How old do you think he is? Oh, late 20s. So 10 years ago, they would have been 18. Okay, so sure. starting university. Fair enough, yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah, here we see where, where they meet. Mm. Um, he's going to be a, re- a rebellious guy. Quite cocky. Very confident, but... Uh, not not too mean about it. Okay. Like he's he's still a nice guy. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But he's I don't know, like he's 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 top of the pack. Sure. He's like a jock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well normally she's been sort of top dog in the group that's around there, but he's come along. He's just joined the the school or whatever. Oh, so and, this is uh, Natalie. So Natalie is used to being Miss Popularity. Yes, Natalie, yeah. Natalie is number one. Okay, and this guy's now and challenging. He, he comes you. in. Okay. Now he's number one, she's number two. Right, yes. okay. And she is not okay with this. Okay. No, she's not. So he's a musician. She's a strict ballerina. Oh, he's from the wrong side of the track. So he's from the wrong yeah. side of the tracks, but he's never had to really work hard because he's always been the best where she's... This is a Save the Last Dance no, crossover. Girl. No, no. I'm seeing some Julia Stiles right now. You know, no, we're, <laughs> we're going somewhere else with it. Okay. But, you know, she's been so focused on ballet. She wants to be the best and she's ferocious with it. And we see these two do clash they don't get along so that happens and then we go back to the future um <laughs> back present. to the future back to the future go back to the present so she's gone to new york she i use the word ferocious a lot she's ferociously <laughs> ambitious sure but she's passionate about what she does and she's got lots of friends mm-hmm. so she socializes with the other dancers and she calls her i did i say calls her man every day <laughs> <laughs> She calls man. her man. She calls Jack every day. And in the past, when you know, when she was at Juilliard, she wouldn't have had friends because dance was everything. But since she's developed as a person, she she socialises. Okay. So next scene, we see her at a bar. She's with her friends. So yeah, she goes out to a bar in New York, present day. Okay. Or present day, twenty ten, whatever. Sure. And uh, someone takes notice of her. Someone we're casting as Robert Patterson. Okay. Because he's not been in much recently. He looks at her from his corporate life and sees this woman who is the embodiment of free and this is the woman of his dreams. Okay. So he he escapes from his boring life. And he, he goes over to her, talks to her and says, oh, um, I sort of noticed you over here and I want to talk to you. And she's like, oh, cool, what's your name? And he's like, James. And she's like, oh, okay, um, what do you do, James? And, well, ultimately she finds him a bit boring but she does see something that she can't quite put her finger on. Okay. Which is the same sort you of passion. You both, babe. <laughs> <laughs> same sort of passion she saw in Jack when he spoke about his own music. Okay. Jack being the guy from Burlesque. Sure. Oh, so um, she senses that he's also some kind of creative spirit. Oh. Mm, yeah, okay, something sure. like that. So similar sort of feeling that she's got right there. Okay. And then flashback again. Ollie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, at this point, they've uh, been in Juilliard for... A, let's say a year and a half mm-hmm. and they're working on a project so think of you know the film fame think of that so different sure. people work together so in this 
projects they're working together uh, he's playing music and she's doing a solo piece to his music right so she's dancing to his music now normally she's been very she does choreography she you know she never dances outside of what she's told to dance um, but because of jack's music she starts freestyling and she's never freestyled before and so she's doing whatever she wants and then jack sees her and thinks that she's trying to upstage him or being competitive because she's always competitive so he starts playing even more complicatedly and then all of a sudden she stops and she sort of runs off so he thinks it's like oh i upstaged you of course you're not happy but actually she's never been free Sure, sure. So she's flustered by this and runs off. And this is when we have a flash forward. Mm-hmm. So she's performing at New York City Ballet. James comes to her. So, so James the person she just met in New York. Sure. But this is still a few years before the events of Burlesque. Right, okay. This film's jumping back and forward, all kinds of... It's worse than Memento. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit like you've watched Blue Valentine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that was the kind of um, premise of it. So her friends are saying that she's spending way too much time with James. James is Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yes. so she says he's interesting, he's so passionate about what he does. And another friend goes, what about Jack? What does he think about your new friend? And the friend's like, well, if I was Jack, well, I wouldn't be happy about this. So tonight, she's going to talk to James about boundaries. Because mm-hmm. there's a bit too much going on there. But before she manages to say that to him, he says that he's moving to Russia because he's having a promotion at work. So Robert Pattinson's moving to Russia. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't ask us why we'd picked Russia. Uh, <laughs> it's a big it's ballet a long country. way away. <laughs> you know, it's just, They yeah. do love the ballet there, so... Yeah. That's what I was thinking. There we go. So uh, she's a little heartbroken by this, and this makes her realise how she feels about James and how she's confused. Um, so at the same time, this is when she was supposed to be at the wedding. Right, so... Sure, sure. So she then calls Jack... Because she wants to talk it out. She's confused. She wants to know what's happening with their relationship. Jack flies off the handle and she's left confused. So when he's like, oh, maybe I'm looking at my future, all of that. She's on the other ha- on the other end of the line, like, what's going on? Oh, she's and, most vulnerable and he wasn't there for her. Yeah. yeah. And also this has been going on. So uh, she decides, she decides, right, I'm going to go back and sort it out. She arrives and Jack's in bed with this thing. This thing. <laughs> this thing. So she flies off the handle. Who's this? Du, du, du. You told me it was a friend. So it all ties into burlesque okay. with what was going on. She ends up leaving him. She goes back to New York mm-hmm. and wants to try and make it work with James. She should be going to Moscow, surely, yeah. then. <laughs> no, no, but he hadn't left yet. He hasn't so left he goes yet. Back. Okay, fine. And then James says, oh, the other reason I was going back going to Russia is because my ex-girlfriend lives there and she wants to make another go of it and oh, so do no. I. Um, mm. And we leave that relationship there. We don't know how he ever really felt about her. Okay. Um, but we like the ballerina thing in the sense that maybe there were feelings there. Okay. The film ends with Natalie getting called into the office at New York City Ballet and basically because of her passion they're promoting her to principal dancer. Is she going to be in Swan Lake? We don't know. But you see a tear in her eye and a smile. Oh, well, I'm glad she gets So the whole thing is about her relationship with ballet. And actually, it's her passion that's driven her. And even though the other relationships haven't worked out, her relationship with ballet is worked out. She's going to be okay. Yeah, Yeah. she's going to be okay. Yeah. Yes. She doesn't need a man to complete her. Exactly. Good for Natalie. Because I stand by, I think 
Jack is a creep. He is a creep. And Absolutely. I think Natalie was a nice lady who comes home and her man's with this thing. Yeah, he, d- so, he did her wrong. He did her wrong. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm getting some severe side eye at this point. Um, <laughs> I like that you answered what the play was that Natalie was in because that was something that I did find myself wondering like watching the original film. Like, mm. I, I like to think she was in like Cats or something. <laughs> I like <laughs> the idea of like all this going on and then, like, you just smash cuts to Natalie like Jellicoe Cats. Jellicoe. Also, I thought the same thing as you when they were, when Stanley Teacher was like, oh, she's me, me, me. It's like, well, she hasn't done anything yeah, wrong. Exactly. She's so <laughs> fairly maligned. Yeah, like... Well, she's working. Literally not been in the film, right? Yeah. And she's... also, what's he doing? He keeps talking about this music. Where mm. is it? Yeah. Oh, he's so... just playing his little guitar thing. <laughs> so we're ready. We're ready. Oh, all right. I, I get oh. the sense that Louise is ready to move <laughs> on to our sequels. So, okay. Uh, but very good. Enjoyed, enjoyed that a lot. I think that's got a lot of uh, potential there. I like it. Um, it is for a name for it, though. Oh, good we, point. Because we struggled. Yeah. Clearly. So it's a ballet. I feel like there's definitely elements of fame in there that you've worked on. Yeah. Yeah. I did draw on fame a bit. Yeah, so... Burlesque, take your passion. I, saw, I thought of something like that. Burlesque 2, mm-hmm. take your passion. Burlesque 2. Burlesque 2, take your passion. Yeah. Let's go with that. We couldn't think of anything Let's do it, yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. In cinema soon. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Um, That's oh, Louise. Thanks. You've really set the bar high for ours now with those bitchy comments. <laughs> better, be, better be good. <laughs> I do not... I do not subscribe to this negativity this, <laughs> emanating from this side of the room uh, okay so no comments so we've done a se- we've done a direct sequel and ours has a title we oh, decided to call fancy. it well we had a lot of time to think of one mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah girl uh, so ours is called Burlesque 2 Season of the Bitch oh god <laughs> 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 okay mm-hmm. and much like yours, it's kind of based on the idea that Christina Aguilera is a terrible character in this film. Mm. Not a very nice person. So yeah, we pick up after the events of the first film. The club has been saved. Yep. Uh, Tess and Ali, Christina and Cher, are you know the best of friends. You know, Christina's now the star turn. But Nikki, as in Kristen Bell, is still a bit of a loose cannon. She's still getting drunk and turned up late and just being messy. Mm-hmm. Because Cher and her, you know, they grew up together. Same generation. Um, so, still, <laughs> so, you know, she's still getting a bit of a free pass. Anyway, so one day Nikki goes on stage to do one of her lip sync numbers. You know, it's a big dramatic showpiece. She's dancing and dancing and gesticulating. <laughs> and just as she's about to like, lip, she's a lip syncer, she's not singing. But just as she's about to hit this big, like dramatic show-stopping note in her performance, she vomits all over the crowd. Ooh. Yeah. And then she falls down face first. She dead. She dead. <laughs> she, she gone. And Cher blurts out, you stupid bitch! <laughs> and then comes on stage to rouse her and she's like, Oh my God, she's dead! <laughs> so Cher is very, very upset. Not that you can tell, but... Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> she's crying on the inside. Facial expression yeah. the same all the way yeah. through. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kristen Bell has passed away. Um, wow! You always are under, killing someone. Yeah, so <laughs> under mysterious circumstances. Yes, under mysterious circumstances. Christina did it. Somebody. Well, let's not jump. Let, Please. Let's not, yeah, let's not hold your horse. Yeah, hold your horses. That's the phrase I was going for. So yeah, so it's very controlled. <laughs> so it's all very sad, but people assume that maybe she just accidentally overdosed or whatever. So then they continue the, the show. The show must go on. The show must go on. But then a few nights later, Alan Cumming is on stage. 
mm. doing his number, doing his smelly vagina number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lighting rig falls from above and crushes his head, and he also is dead. Oh, dear. So it's starting to become a bit of a pattern now. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci, he dies under mysterious no. circumstances. No! Can't yeah. kill a Tucci. He's lifting some shoeboxes and they all fall on him. Some shoeboxes? Sorry, <laughs> what's in these shoeboxes? Bricks. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine, Lead. the cast of Burlesque, or the, the dancers of Burlesque, are getting increasingly worried about this rate of deaths and, and, and if whether any of them, like Coco, etc., etc., are about to be next. As the show continues over the next few weeks, people just keep dying. Obviously, not Cher, not Christina, but the supporting cast, all the other dancers, you know, like Coco, Georgia, contact lens lady. <laughs> yeah, the one that's like, Tess, Tess, I've lost my contact lens. Oh, her, I yeah. can't get one stage. The one who looks like Anastasia dressed as Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> Most random comment ever. <laughs> it's true. No, so, no, the the, the contact. Oh, I've lost that, my contact lens. Yeah. So that gets, is the most random thing well. to say ever. Yeah. So basically, how? In uh, what space of time? Over the like this film, time is like a. It's a circle in this film. It's basically the same as burlesque. Yes. Time is meaningless. Time is meaningless. But that's why sort of sus- like suspicion mounts upon Tess because it's like it's her club. Why are all these people that work for the club dying? Starting to die. But like, how would what, what how would you think a burlesque dancer might die in like a creative way? Yeah, this is what we want to ask you. What so you the, the ones that are left, like, how do they? We've die? had an onstage overdose. We've had a lighting rig fall on someone's head. Like uh, when someone goes up on the cables and yeah. fly around like pink. Yeah. Um, stuff yeah. Like cables slaps sure, they fall. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. A bit yeah. of a Batman Forever moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's got to be someone who dies in the splits as well. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking the same. <laughs> yeah. What a way to go! Oh mm. God. Anymore? Maybe they do a split, but they don't realise that there's a prop right there where they're about to land. Oh my god, yeah. even worse, Cuts them in half. Cuts them in half. Yeesh. Shoe in the eyes. There's got to be a shoe in the eye. Ooh. Shoe in the High eye. High heel oh in the god. eye. Yeah. Through the face, yeah. Mm-hmm. So long story short, yeah, the dancer, the, the <laughs> cast is just getting thinned down. Butchered. Yeah. So as, as this continues, Cher Tess is trying to keep it quiet. Because she doesn't want bad publicity to come yeah. back into the club. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to hush all this up and carry on. The show must go on, the show must go on, etc. And this is starting to make the other girls very suspicious. Because they're like, oh, what if she's in on this? Because it kind of feels like she's really pally with Christina now. And suddenly all of the other girls are getting killed off. Ali. Ali, sorry, <laughs> Ali. Also the boyfriend, Jack, who's still with Christina, Ali. He's getting very concerned and overprotective. And he's telling Christina she needs to quit the show. He's trying to turn her against Tess. He's kind of saying, you know... Clearly, she's part of this. You've got to you, you break should, it off. You've got to break it off. Get away from this while you're still alive. Okay. At this point, if it's not already obvious, uh, this entire sequel is ripping on, is shamelessly ripping off the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we might have like a Gale Weathers hey. style journalist come in and like be investigating the club. Does have Gale Weathers come in? Yeah, it could just be Courtney Cox as Courtney Gale Weathers. Yeah. Uh, and Cher's trying to keep it all quiet. Anyway, all of the dancers end up dead. So. After a certain point, it's just a one-woman show. It's just Christina's show now because all the other dancers have been killed. And people are still coming to the show. Yeah. Okay. If anything, it's good. I mean, there's no why? such thing as bad publicity. Right? Yeah. There wasn't much that made sense in burlesque, so this is true. Fine. Yeah, that? that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and we're thinking like, have you you've seen Scream, right? Yes, sir. Have you seen Scream now? No. Well, in these kind of horror films, there's always a red herring. So we're thinking the boyfriend is going to be the red herring. Mm. So you're going to think that he he's obviously the one who's actually engineering yeah. all this. because He he's, hates Tess. He's turning he doesn't want the girlfriend Ali to work Tess. there anymore. Yeah. 
So you think he's got to be the killer. But then, shocker, he turns up dead. Yeah, he's dead. He died. He is found. <laughs> How's he killed? I feel like he's found naked, hanging from those damn double doors. Yeah, why can't I not say that? Si- with that cereal box the cereal in his mouth. Bo- yeah, the cereal <laughs> they slammed right on his head, yeah. yeah. It's not pretty. Christina recovers quickly, decides to continue performing. because She's a showgirl. She's a showgirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so one night, Christina is rehearsing for her new one-woman show. Now that all the dancers are dead, Cher is helping her to work through her routine. And so they're doing the rehearsals and then Cher hears a strange noise in the background and she decides to go and investigate. So Cher grabs a torch and does that thing that all horror movie women do. Oh my God, it was you! Oh yes, yeah, so Cher walks into her dressing room <laughs> and uh, reacts to somebody. She's like, oh my... Oh my God, it was you! I felt you were less committed at that time, but okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we don't see what Cher sees. But then we do see somebody from behind Cher push a giant crate full of wigs onto her head. And then we see just Cher, be, Cher like, oh, and uh, being crushed by a giant box of wigs. Oh, dear God. She screams, cuts to black. The, the wigs have fallen on her head. The wigs of Cher has been crushed to death by her own wigs, as far as we know. Wow. Yeah, uh, hundreds her own, her own of them, wigs. because you've got to imagine there's one for every scene change. So. Yeah, it's a lot of wigs. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of wigs. We're thinking, like, what would be a fitting way for Cher to die? You know? yeah. Well, yeah. That, that, that it would have to be her wigs, though. Yeah, exactly. I think, that, I think she'd so be okay with that. As far as you're aware... Cher has passed. She did. Okay, so who's still alive? Christina. So Christina's still on stage <laughs> rehearsing. So, so the question is still like, so who done it? Christina's doing a one-woman show at this point. Yeah. So. She, she, she doesn't know that Cher is dead. She's still rehearsing. So she's mm. on stage on her own doing her whole thing. Maybe DJ Chris is up in the wings doing the music. She's working out her choreography and suddenly two mysterious dancers come on from the wings and start dancing alongside her. Mm-hmm. And it seems suspicious. She's not been aware of this, but... The cast has been kind of thin at the, since all the murders. So she's like, oh, maybe Tess has found some people to fill in at the last minute. So she kind of, you know, she carries on. She's in the moment. She keeps dancing and the two dancers are dancing alongside her. But there's something a bit off about them. <laughs> like, the, neither of them seem to be particularly good dancers. One of them is six foot two and seems strangely mannish. But she, she's determined to finish the routine. So she's doing her whole thing. And just as she's about to nail her fifth consecutive key change, um, <laughs> the, what, the, the two mysterious master dancers start throttling her with a pearl necklace. Mm. So they're throttling her, she's struggling to breathe, or it looks like all is lost, but she's pulling and choking, and just just before she blacks out, she manages to rip the necklace up apart, mm. sending beads flying across the stage. Mm-hmm. The two masked dancers trip up on all the beads, fall down, their wigs fall off, they are revealed. <laughs> they stand up again, and it is Marcus, the property developer, and Natalie, Jack's <laughs> Because there's always two in screen movies. There's always two killers. So she's like, it was you? And then they reveal... Then, then we get some flashback and they reveal their evil scheme. So as it turns out, they met at George's wedding. And they ended up getting together. And they bonded over their shared hatred of Ali and Tess, who ruined their lives. Because, you know, Tess... Took her... Tess foiled his plans to get her, right? She wouldn't sell... She wouldn't sell. Yeah. For even Al- the millions that he offered her. Yeah. Ali stole Natalie's man, you know. And Ali still wouldn't be with Marcus, even though he's like a multi-millionaire property developer. Yeah. So they became hell-bent on revenge. So they pull out their guns. They've got concealed guns somewhere in their oh suits. And they point them at Christina, and they're about to pull the trigger and kill her, completing their evil scheme. And just before they pull the trigger, two consecutive gunshots hit them both in the back of the heads from behind. They both fall down dead. 
and then Cher steps into the limelight before she has survived because there's always someone you think is dead and it's like yeah. nope <laughs> bang bang bitch I shot you down <laughs> <laughs> and yeah Cher shoots them both dead and uh, hearing Christina hug and cry and the credits roll as they finally, finally duet in a fabulous <laughs> survival song and dance number. Yeah, of bang, bang, I shoot you down. But with Burlesque Crowbar in. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, I shot you down. I shot you down. Burlesque. Burlesque. I shot you down. Yeah. And that is the end of um, Burlesque 2, Season of the Bitch. <laughs> that That's very different from ours. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Blood being so the So it basically starts, that all came from us deciding to just do, because there's so many characters in the original film. Mm. We're like, so let's just do a horror movie. Let's mm-hmm. just rip off Scream. Because there's a lot of people to kill. Um, one thing I forgot to do before we actually went into sequels. Oh no. Was, um, well, what if we would cast the, the Friends cast as Oh yes, the, our new section. Is this. So what? if we were to, we're, we're having a new section now. It's called Friends cast. So we are, if we were to remake this film with the cast of friends in the main roles, who would pl- which actor would play which part? Well, Phoebe would play Cher. No, Jennifer, no. Jennifer Anderson would play Ali. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, 100%. no, Courtney Cox basically has turned herself into Cher. Yeah, so I, like I didn't want to say it, but... Yeah. They look By the, the same way, now. By the way, you can gender swap. You get. That's fine. You want Ross's Cher? That's fine. No, I think Ross is uh, Marcus. Oh God, this is complicated. I think Ross is Marcus... I feel like Ross might be... No, Joey's Marcus. Joey is no, the... No, no, no. Joey Tra- is the boyfriend. The, the Joey can be the boyfriend. Sammy Tucci is Joey. Oh, sorry, Chandler. What am I talking about? Chandler, yeah, Tra- Chandler too, is yeah. the Tooch. Okay, sure. Easy. Well, I was thinking that then maybe Ross Chandler... Well, maybe Chandler could be Jack, though, because mm. it'd be like... Because everyone assumes he's gay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you've got equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. But no, I, I, that being said, I think, I think Chandler is... Um, she can be Coco, Coco Puff. No, I thought that Phoebe would be Cher. No, Monica's got to be Cher. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Monica's always stealing the. Stealing I thought Monica the would be Nikki. Mm, Bitchy and a control freak. I'm sorry, but I thought like. You make a good point. Yeah. I think that I think that Phoebe would be Cher because she's like a free spirit. She cares about her club. She doesn't want to sell it for a million fucking dollars. That's so Phoebe. Also, she can make up songs on the spot. Oh, there we go. Yep. Okay. But she would she wear that leotard? I'm putting my hands up and I'm resting my case, listeners. Okay, so Lisa Kudrow is now playing the Cher. So who's Monica? Monica can be Nikki, yeah. I think that's that's fair. Like a younger version of Cher. Okay, she's not a mess and she's not a drug addict like Monica, but she is a control freak and Nikki is a control freak. Like she's like, So Jennifer Aniston is Ali. David Schwimmer is evil property developer did we say Absolutely. yeah for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, and Chandler's the tooch and Joey's the boyfriend yes yeah. okay that, that, that went that was pretty smooth I wrapped Simple. that up nice glad Very we got good. that sorted yeah, excellent uh, <laughs> so should we get to listener submissions better not okay cool so these were, these were our listener submissions this week what's Harry's drinking game this time uh, da, 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 da. there's not much of a for a thread this time actually hmm uh, I guess drink for drink for High concept sequel ideas, maybe. Okay. People struggled. Uh, so Ollie Brady said, Burlesque XXL. It's a getting the band back together movie in which the performers from the first movie... Oh, actually, I don't like this. I'm not happy because basically Ollie Brady's idea is a get the band back together sequel in which the entire cast reunites for Cher's funeral. 
Oh. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't Fuck kill. you, bitch. You do not kill Cher. Cher is ageless and immortal. No, Depend- you do not kill Cher. I'm really sorry, that's vetoed. Depending on where they go, I love it. Well, it's a road trip movie, so they if, go on a road if, trip if they, celebrating they, their life. Oh, at the end, in some kind of twist. Oh, okay, yeah, they oh, get. Oh, she's not dead. Back. She's not an alien. It's a fake. Well, she is funeral. an alien, but yeah. in this, she's not an alien. <laughs> I reckon the the cubs are out of money again, yeah. so she fakes her death, and then they raise to get money. The insurance. She, they get yes. the insurance. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and it's a road trip celebrating Cher's life. So. Mm. Okay, I buy it. I buy it. Okay, Will Means said, "Mamma Mia, here we burlesque again." Oh, the crossover okay. no one saw coming, but everyone knew was inevitable. <laughs> yeah, right. fair. Dennis Fanning said, uh, Burlesquire. Mm. It's a hard-hitting legal drama that definitely has a song and dance number called Pro Bono. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. God. Um, well, at I'll, one, I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one Aussie nerd just said, Chicago. Chicago is the sequel. So, <laughs> As in the film Chicago. <laughs> uh, Blokebusters did a TV movie called Two Burlesque for TV. Foss Starts Podcast. Sorry, it should have been called Two Burlesque, Two TV. No, sorry, it's Two Burlesque, Four TV. It is uh, a number two, though. It is a number two, so... Okay, well, it's, it, I feel like you're halfway there, but you missed a big opportunity. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Foss Starts Podcast, at Foss Starts Pod, uh, said, let's gender swap it. Oh, wait, now it's just Magic Mike. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, Best Mark Miller said... It's kind of a conceptual sequel where they switch over to only dancing to tracks by the famous banjoist Burl Ives and dress as Burl Ives characters. So it's going to be called Burlesque 2, more Burl-esque. <laughs> that was a long walk to a yeah, mediocre joke. Yeah, I kind of got there. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll take a drink to that. Fair enough, I'll throw you a pity drink. Mm-hmm. Or Harry will throw you a pity drink. And those are our sequel ideas for Burlesque. So thank you guys. Thanks for um, contributing those. That was very interesting. So... If you have any sequel ideas for Burlesque, please let us know. We are Beyond the Box Set. You can find us at beyondtheboxset.com. Our podcast is available on all good podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Acast. You name it, we're on it. If we're not, then let us know and we will get on it. You can also find the show at beyondtheboxset.com and our social media handles are we are on Beyond the Box Set on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash beyondtheboxset. I feel like I rambled that, but I'm not going to repeat it because I can't be bothered. Sure, um, we did pretty well. Yeah. Louise and Ollie, do you have anything you want to plug on the podcast? So my boyfriend's in a band and they're really good. They're a pop punk band called Eat Defeat, and you can find their album "I Think Will Be Okay" on iTunes and also Spotify and all other good streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Cool, Ollie. I have absolutely nothing. Oh. But uh, why don't you promote yourselves some more? Because I think this is great. Cool. Okay. Well, actually, I forgot to mention. Um, so I have a, another podcast that I'm a part of um, Boo. called Boo. Called Two Geeks, Two Movies, um, with a long-running guest on this show. In fact, Ross Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, and each episode, we compare two movies that have some kind of similarity. Our latest episode, which was out recently, is Batman versus Batman Begins. That's the Batman 1989 versus obviously the Batman 2005 Ooh. or 6 Batman. Comparing the similarities between those two films. My opinion, not that many, but Ross made the decision for me as to which episode it was going to be. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, actually, it's a good episode. And John, I believe you've, you've heard it already. Yeah, I enjoyed it. 
I did actually uh, educate Ross on some Spice Girls knowledge. I was very proud. Harry was dropping Spice Girls stats left, right and centre. I felt like my work was done. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to just really quickly say thank you. That was you. Two Geeks, Two Movies on all good podcasting platforms. Sorry. As I say, thank you very much for having us on the podcast. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, thank you for coming, both of you. It's been great. I second that. Oh, thank you. Guys, always welcome. It's been a pleasure. It's been great to have you both on. Mm-hmm. And I think as a, uh, a two guest episode, the first ever two guest episode, and I think it's worked well. Uh, let's see how the edit works out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I've got a long week ahead of me. Sorry, um, John. No, it's not your fault. Anyway, so next week we have another guest on. We have a Patreon episode coming up. Mm-hmm. So our good friend Mike Burson from Genuine Chit Chat is going to join us, and he's chosen the film. And the film he has chosen for us to discuss is The Big Lebowski. Oh, well, that was a good oh film. Oh my yes. god. A very good film. So I'm looking forward to talking about it. Good grief. Not a fan? This is a whole lot to talk about. There is yes, a lot to talk is. about. It's going to be a good one. So, yeah, join us next week for The Big Lebowski. Thank you again, Ollie. Thank you. Thank Harry. you again, Louise. Thank you. Thank you again, Harry. Always weird. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, join us next week for The Big Lebowski. Thanks, thanks guys. See you Bye. next week, guys. Bye. Bye. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's in the can, Pete. It's in the can. <laughs> Let's go beyond, beyond, beyond the box Two seats.